welcome to a new format that we're developed here, um, which we shall entitle Rap Party Top 10. Now, the basic premise is we've each compiled a top 10 list, separate, um, of what we regard as the best top 10 films of 2018, this past year. Um, you've totally distracted me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just... Right. We've got our list. Right. So now we're going to read our list. Probably all do number 10, all do number 9, all do number 8, in that order. Um, we announce those films, and the film in position 10 gets one point, position 9, two points, etc. Um, and by the end, we can collate those points from all of us and come up with a definitive collective top 10 list. That is the rap party top ten best films of 2018. That is the premise. Uh, there is an extra little accoutrement. Um, <laughs> we each get to pick another film that isn't in our top ten. Uh, it's like a bonus choice, and if that choice comes up in anyone else's top ten, that gets a bonus five points. So it could end up being in the list, depending on if everyone sort of agrees on it. Um, so yeah, that's the basic premise. If we quick question, go on. Actually, that I've literally just thought of. Go. What happens if two people pick the same honourable mention? Then it'll be plus ten for every time <laughs> it's mentioned. But then it can only be. <laughs> but then it has to be mentioned in the other, other two, two people's, people's list, so it only yeah. get okay, twenty sure. points. So yeah. 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 Only twenty points. Only twenty. Um, just also as another thing, uh, us as a group. Uh, work in the same place which means that um, we all have sort of like work group chats stuff like that mm. um, I think one of those group chats is currently kicking off uh, so whoever's got a noisy phone please turn it down <laughs> it's probably <laughs> where's, it's probably in my coat pocket <laughs> go and get it Sam we'll keep this in for austerity yeah. um, austerity also, um, prosperity also, not austerity would you like to introduce yourself as the uh, the, 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 the orchestrator of this. the orchestrator yes I came up with this it is that group chat well done yeah um, yeah I developed this idea last night um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> literally came up with it last nice. night and practiced with a list of countries to see if that actually worked and it did um, who won so yeah who won um, Canada was our collective favourite country <laughs> Very nice. Italy North, came North in Korea second. Course, no. North Korea didn't get to see the top ten, Sam. Yeah. Sadly. Oh, there you go. Because you're the only <laughs> one who put on the list. <laughs> so, uh, who is um, starting the, um, this, this list off? Whoever wants to. If we start, we'll just go around. When are the um, the extra ones coming in? We'll do that. Do we do that at the very end? Just... We'll do it at the beginning, because then if it comes up, we're like, oh, five points. So, yeah, we'll do our, our bonus film. So, bonus position films first. Yeah. Because okay. it'll be like position 11, really, isn't it? Okay. It's the one that's. Closest yeah. to a top ten, but not quite in it. Right, so, so would, you, you would you mind if I started? You go. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to rock. My extra number 11 spot film of 2018 was David Gordon Green's Halloween. Okay. Ooh. Now, yeah. I thought that it was spectacular, like reboot, re-envisioning, slash sequel to the original film. Stylistically... Thematically, this 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 sort of um, inversion of the hunter versus the hunted, um, 
I thought it was wicked. I don't know who else saw it. Anyone see it? I didn't see it. I very much enjoyed it and agree with everything you said. G- cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Did you guys yeah. see it? It's no, my no, favourite no, no. Halloween movie. I think it, yeah. it's up there. With and my, I've only I, seen like four. I, I, <laughs> I disregard every other Halloween film other than the first and the new one. Okay. I love the, the new, new one. Yeah. It. it sort of does that in a way. I think as they well. do as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they yeah, officially. I, I, I mean, they officially disregard yeah. the rest. But in I terms of quality, so. mm. okay. it's, it's the only true sequel, I think. Lovely. Right. I'll, I'll have to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's wicked. Sam, what's my, your bonus? My bonus one was Incredibles two. Okay, yeah, that's because um, it's how you make a sequel. Mm? It it felt like the original. It felt like it was way left mm. off the film. I mean, it literally does start, but yeah, but it felt like it. It just felt as a continuation, as if they made it. Was it fourteen like years ago? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looks um, lovely. It looks lovely. Oh yeah. Um, there's a few issues, I think, with the plot, and that's why it's not <clears throat> on the list okay. itself. Um, but yeah, it just that's how. If you're gonna make a sequel, make it like that. So mm. best sequel of the year. Is there a one higher? <laughs> 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 have you got a higher sequel? Because if if you uh, haven't, your I system's mean, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I have films in stories. Okay. Like, okay, we know what that is. Yeah, franchise films. <laughs> yeah, fr- yeah okay, franchise films, not yeah. mm. a direct sequel. Yeah. Okay. Two. Yeah. Good. Okay, uh, I guess that's over to me then. Your bonus. So I basically judged films by how well they did what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there might there might be a couple of films that you think don't deserve to be in our top ten. But nor were they trying to be the top ten film of the year. Ooh, if that makes meta. sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so my my honourable feet, my honourable mention is a film that I thought did a really good job, but definitely doesn't deserve to be on the top ten list. Okay. And that's got to go to Show Dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, hear me oh. out. That film is absolutely incredible. Okay. It does exactly what it wants to. It shows dogs. It, well, it did. <laughs> but also, if you go in there and if you go in the screen and watch all the children, they are loving it. I don't think they you should be there, David. Do you know why? Do you know what? Do you know why they're loving it, David? For one thing, why are you creeping into cinemas for the children? That's a different point. I'm pretty but sure that's my job. Children <laughs> love that film because children are idiots. They're stupid. Yeah, but like they, I said, and very easily pleased. The they f- see a dog dab and they lose their fucking mind. Yeah. Thank you, Sam, for the dab. <laughs> I'm, it's interesting. I'm just saying yeah, the film achieved what it set out no, to do. I'm not going to disagree with that. Well. It um, needs money. And also, Will Arnett's pretty Will good. Arnett's I mean, Will Arnett's good I in mean, anything he does. Like, let's be honest. He is the best Batman. I think he knew he was in a terrible film, but he still gave just, it his all. Yeah. So, <laughs> mad respect. What was your bonus again, Callum? Halloween. Because I'm writing it down just so okay. I remember. Yeah. And um, what about you, Ryan? What was your My bonus? extra special was Thoroughbreds, which demonstrates a point we need to make in that we are judging these films if they were released in this country in 2018 because yeah. that film had been made and seen the yeah, year before Anton Yelchin's in it isn't it yes yeah um, it was a, like a festival film that was out for about a year before we saw it um, 
I just put it there because it deserves a shout because I really liked it. It was very well performance. It's very much a performance driven. It could almost be a play that they filmed. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, it could work on a stage. I really like Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes. Everything I've seen her in Split, The Witch, mm. I think she's very good up and comer. And I'm very excited to see Thoroughbreds. It's also very good, sadly. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just think it deserved a shout. I don't think anyone else had it on the list. I haven't seen but, it. No. Never um, heard but it was it. really good. <laughs> um, shot really well. Looks really sort of clean and slightly unnerving, which the film is, that's all. But also quite funny, like quite entertaining. So. Um, yeah, that's our bonuses that's out everything of the way. You want so, to clarify, if any of those end up on someone else's list, <laughs> they'll get a cheeky five points. I don't think show dogs will. Oh, I'm yeah, crossing I feel my like fingers none of these. Oh, maybe, 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 no, I, I know for I, certain yeah. one of them has. And I know, <laughs> I know which it is. I know which it is. Um, okay, so, my so now we're doing number ten. Number, number ten. ten spot. So my number ten is a sort of Netflix A Marathon. Okay. In the sense of, on Netflix, there were two films released okay. in 2018, both beginning with A, both deserved of the top ten, the okay. 10 spot, and I couldn't decide which You couldn't decide. So, so do you want us to decide? Are number 10, and if any of you have seen either of them, um, yeah, you can help me decide. One of them is Annihilation, the, uh, the um, di- directorial sequel to Ex Machina, not, a, not an actual sequel. Yeah. Uh, and the other one was Apostle, which was uh, Gareth Evans of the Raid Fame's new film starring Dan Stevens. Did anyone see either of these films? I saw Annihilation. I saw Annihilation. And Okay. It's so I can't. I re- I really liked Annihilation, but I I haven't seen Apostle, so I can't. Okay. Well, Apo- Annihilation was originally the number ten, and I added okay. Apostle. Um, okay. If it helps, if the raid had been released this year, it would be on my top oh, ten. Cool. Oh yeah. Any so year. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what mm. what. Apostle is Apostle really good. Is, yeah. Apostle is really good. Annihilation. What did you think? It was pretty. It was it, bloody, <laughs> bloody beautiful, bloody lovely. <laughs> it it made my eyes happy. I think happy eyes. I think. Yeah, but ultimately. Aquaman made my eyes. So do you want it's happy eyes or that? I think ultimately, um, in terms of what, how a film makes you feel and how a film um, resonates with you after you've seen it, Annihilation would have to take number okay. 10 for me. You've made that decision. There you go. Great Fucking cross off a boss. Get rid of it. It's a lovely film. But Annihilation. So Annihilation Brilliant film. Gorgeous. Um, Thought provoking. Brilliant performances. Completely female-led, you know. They always talk about, um, you know, the, these, you know, in, especially in awards season, they'll talk about, you know, uh, we need more female-led films, and they have the best example in Annihilation, and no one is talking about it. No. So, well, yeah, maybe that's the best thing. Actually, I yeah. think so. True. I think nobody's so. making a big deal of True. it because it just feels completely natural. Yeah. yeah. It, it, maybe it is that's so great. natural to the story that it's so, not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Annihilation gets one um, point. Yep. After all that, likelihood might be the only point it gets. Yeah. But it's got a point. It it's like on it. there. Mm. Sam, do you number ten? My number ten. I'm really excited for this number ten. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. This is the only point it's ever going to get. Okay. It was Pokemon: The Power of Us. Okay. Ooh. Pokemon: The Power of Us. Oh, it it's fantastic. It's it's a I Pokemon film. I forgot it existed. Film. 
How dare you? <laughs> it's it's just it's so fun. Are you a Pokemon fan? Yeah. I I take it on the authority that you've seen at least a few of the other films. I've, I've seen a few. How yeah. does it hold up to say the first second two films? Yeah. So they've kind of so the first two, right? They are like their own thing. They're like much better. These <laughs> these new car ones, they're kind of like rebooting it. So they did okay. a I Choose You one, which was a retelling of like the first one. Interesting. And they cut no, it's retelling for the first series of the TV yeah. show, oh. and they recut up, and they they all feel the same. So that the two films that are out now, the new ones, feel very similar. But also different in the story they tell, okay. and this one's all about friendship. I guess and how to come together. <laughs> the power of us. And, and mm. Evie's just adorable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's a given. Mm. Um, that's about. So that's it. one point yeah. for Pokemon. The power yeah, of us. Friendship. The power yeah. of us. <laughs> You'll be delighted to know that the rest of my entries are slightly less contentious than Good. Show Dog. Uh, my num- my number ten goes to a very interestingly made film it's called Searching okay. which was yeah. entirely set on a computer screen yeah. and actually worked yeah, cause which often was it the doesn't. most surprising yeah. thing for me I was speaking to uh, Charlie Higgins yeah. about we saw it searching. together okay. and, yeah. he, and he um, brought up a very, very valid point to me mm. that Searching would be the film that if Alfred Hitchcock was alive today, he would be making. Yeah, mm. I think and, I definitely agree with that. And I, I yeah, I, I mean, in terms of format, I'm not sure, but in terms of the, the thematics of the film, the mm. thriller nature of it, hundred percent, it was very Hitchcockian. Um, I thought I thought the stylistic nature of it was wicked. Like, yeah, I remember walking into the screen um, when it was playing one day, and I walked in uh, as the moment where he falls asleep. And it's just the Mac like saver screen. Yeah, and there's just like really lovely orchestral music playing underneath it, bit droney. And I sat there going, "Oh my god, this looks fantastic!" Yeah, and I was like, "I have to see it." So I went to see it, and I yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, because it's a risk that premise of it being on a computer can massively backfire. It has up until this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what Searching did did right was just not focus on that yeah, it yeah. actually told a proper story and not make with... it a horror like yeah. all the rest seem to be horrors about yeah. Skype calls and yeah because yeah, teenagers Skype, use Skype Skype is yeah. quite horrifying <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh, oh Windows Live Messenger is yeah. coming to get you <laughs> just get a nudge just nudge no, yeah. Yeah, anyway strong... one point yeah. for searching yeah, anyway. yeah. fair point uh, my number 10 point. my number 10 was Love Simon <laughs> Ooh. I very much enjoyed Love, Simon. I'm a sucker for a sort of coming-of-age teen movie, mm. I'll admit. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very well dealt with, very true to the source, which I haven't read, I admit, but I've heard that it's very accurate to the book it was released I on. really wish I'd seen it. Yeah. It's one of those films I and regret not going it to. it supplied one of the best moments um, of working at cinema in that it was... Yeah. Um, there was a, a secret showing which they often have uh. and it was just before both Tomb Raider and Love, Simon were going to come out Yeah, and uh, a lot of middle-aged balding men turned up <laughs> expecting it to be Tomb Raider they were like yeah Lara Croft jungles uh, so they all walk in 
within 10 minutes they've yeah, all they've just all marched out <laughs> going like one of them I heard like tut audibly um, because they were watching a film about a young boy dealing with coming out in the modern age <laughs> like about you know, LGBT I... rights not their cell film <laughs> but I judged them nevertheless for leaving because they're just pricks um <laughs> Um, but it was also I then watched it when it came out and I very much enjoyed it it was um, heartfelt and that's, that's their loss they, yeah exactly they, they, missed could, out. they could have broadened their horizons yeah, they but could they have did but not. they never will I was told no. by many many people how good it was so when yeah. eventually it came out on it came out on Amazon Prime as yeah. one of those 199 uh, rental yeah. deals and I watched it loved it fun really so good fun. like yeah really watchable yeah yeah, and I really, I really like the main actors mm. uh, as as an actor. I think he's mm. pretty good. I mean, he hasn't really done much at this point. No, he was in Jurassic World. Yeah, um, being a very sort of yeah, uh, yeah cliched character, plenty, but but love Simon. He he got love Simon. Would would you say it had the best kiss of twenty eighteen? The best yet? kiss. Of yeah. I haven't seen many kisses. It did have a great kiss. It, didn't it win best kiss? Because MTV. Oh, MTV back said to the it MTV. Did. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, yeah. even more reason to uh, enjoy the film. Yeah. Best kiss so of twenty eighteen. <laughs> so that yeah, that's All why right. I put that at number ten because I really enjoyed it. It's you know, I think number ten is. It's done pretty well for that. So yeah. my number nine, and I promise this is my last Netflix release. Okay. <laughs> um, my number nine is it Apostle? <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't make yeah. the time up. Yeah. Uh, number nine is Alfonso Cuarón's Roma. Okay. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón has always been one of my favourite filmmakers. I think um, when the Harry Potter films initially mm. came out. The first and second one, we were all around the age where the first and second one were like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, my Christopher God. Columbus. Harry yeah. Potter. Oh, watch out for the troll. Oh, fucking troll. Yeah. But then the third one came out, and I remember noticeably sitting there, as a young kid still, going, this is like, this is actually a film. We've taken a turn. This is yeah. like an actual yeah. cinematic experience, and I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm learning... Yeah. like something about the filmmaking process watching that's it that's very strange because I had the opposite reaction to the first one I was one. like oh. who fucked up Harry Potter really really yeah. I thought oh look Harry Potter has... no I do not okay no I've, I've grown, grown I've grown to appreciate what it did okay. for the from, series from the moment it started it was a very necessary step yeah, yeah. like as a child I did not want to see it oh, okay but I've, yeah the, the opening moment of that I know we're not talking about Harry Potter 3 but the opening no, but moment the where he's he's doing Lumos Maxima in his bed yeah. mm. um, when you watch it at, at this stage or when you when you watch it after you've discovered masturbation <laughs> right we've that, already on to legit, it we're on to the wanking that film, jokes that film yeah. came from uh, Alfonso Cuaron came off a, a Mexican film <laughs> A Mexican Came film called uh, Itu Mama Tambien, which is a film about sexual awakening. And okay. all of a sudden, he's then in charge of the third Harry Potter film. And that's okay. no mistake. Like, it was about them coming into sort of that hormonal... Yeah, yeah, it was uh, um, them coming of age. It was and, very much a... And from that day... Like, that was the first Alfonso Cuaron film I saw, and I loved it. And, oh, my God. And then as I got older, I appreciated everything else he made. Children of Men, Gravity, Itu Mama Tambien. Even um, A Little Princess... <laughs> loved it loved it um, anyway his new film Roma Roma is uh, his most personal his most sort of passionate he shot it himself he was the DOP uh, beautifully and uh, it's in pristine black and white uh, heartbreaking funny beautiful 
Really good. Everyone should watch it. I will. I so will I because I haven't seen it. Well, yeah. I, you know, it's, is it released? It's out on wide? Netflix now. Yeah. Is it? Oh, it's on. Of course, it is. It's yeah. a Netflix slash cinema, isn't it? Yeah. Only in the US. I yeah, it had a very short run, so it could get into the US. Yeah, that's the only reason they did it. Yeah. And it's already being tipped to pick up a few. Yeah. So it won best uh, foreign uh, or yeah. best no best director. And yeah, best foreign, foreign film, film the Golden Globes. Yeah. Golden Globes, yeah. Right, so Roma's getting two points. Ooh. Right. My number nine film is I, Tonya. I, Tonya, okay. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah, it was a very good acting. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, very much the strongest part was. Yeah, was really. Yeah, yeah the acting. As it had to be, I think, for a film like that. Yeah. About ice skating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ice skating. No, I know what you mean. I know you Dancing mean. Oh, on the ice. Fun, don't watch that. Um, yeah, no, it was yeah. just it was very good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the her talking to the camera, mm-hmm. like introducing scenes and stuff, all fantastic. What, what I liked about I Tonya was how they brought in the um, the sort of. Martin Scorsese Goodfellas esque yeah. um, way of filmmaking and editing and just storytelling the way that she is sort of a what's the word a, a, a biased, unreliable unreliable narrator, narrator. Yeah. that's the one yeah. um, I love that I think I, Tonya was a very solid film no I really yeah. enjoyed I, it I, 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 I wouldn't say it's forgettable but I did forget it it did it came come early in the list. year though you've always yeah. got to remember yeah. like films that come early you always end up forgetting about by the end I spent a lot Hence of time why, going over early releases before yeah. I made my list Hence why like <laughs> Oscar films always come out like now yeah, yeah. move on for your number nine. Oh yeah David so when every time Callum mentioned Netflix I really thought he was going to say this one but then he didn't, Ooh. and then he didn't again. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it instead. And I personally think the Bandersnatch is up there. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I think I. It's I. I don't really know how to. Dis- <laughs> I don't want to say that it's bad, but it's what? Not. No, because it's, it's not. No. But I wouldn't want them to do it again. Well, I, I think as a standalone experience, it's absolutely incredible. Yes. I think what's so good about it is that the function of the storytelling experience mm. is interwoven into the, the plot of the story, like the story yeah. and the and the, vir- the, the no. virtual experience. <laughs> Interactivity, are one of the same. I think, is the, yeah, it, the, interact- yeah, the interactive yeah. nature of it are one of the same thing. And I've talked to many people about it where I say the interactivity is wicked, but it only now will work for like kids' TV. I.e. Well, that's what they start to do. Plus two. And then you yeah. click four on the screen. So Dora can finally get a fucking answer. Exactly. Yeah, Instead of going for like five, yeah. ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I mean, what I was going to say as well, I think the only way it works for adult, for adult television at least, because I know Netflix have done some very successful children's stuff with the interactive feature. What are you laughing at? Adult yeah, when you stuff. said adult, me <laughs> yeah. and Sam went oh. That exists. I get pop up for it all the time. The only way that would work now is if it's meta. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only way the story can really work in a way that. 
and but, adult. but everything from now on no. would then yeah. be going if it's meta oh it's just trying to be Bandersnatch yeah, yeah. exactly which so, is why I don't think it would work again yeah. it's a it's a it's a unique so, one off so why experience. did that stop you from putting it on your top 10 it didn't it's on oh, my yeah, but, because it's really good and yeah, I had, but a, I had why, why the debate? Blast. your debate was like but I don't want them to do it again because I don't think it would work again yeah I know that but why was that an issue that's a very good point. <laughs> you know, you know, what, you know. What, when you're editing this, just cut. Okay, all sure. That out Brilliant. And, yeah, I'll just say, oh yeah, right. it's very good. <laughs> My number nine was Mary Poppins Returns. Now, this very recent film, I saw it like last week, and very much loved it. And I had a smile on my face throughout. <laughs> I mean, not right at the beginning when they went in the bath and it was like CGI. I was like, "Oh, wang about! What have they done to Mary? Like, <laughs> you can't be throwing in. I need two D animation." And they did that, and I was fine from then on. Um, <laughs> but no, I very much liked it. I welled up. I liked that it was a sequel and not a remake. Thankfully, I think if it was a remake. People would have been furious. Yeah, but it, um, it it stuck to it, it. Remade it in the sense of. It's kind of beat for beat the first film. Yeah, it is. But it's but different. It's, 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 it's telling the sequel yeah. story. Yeah. So it's like the moment where she meets one of her relatives. Yeah. There's the um, the animated sequence. Which, yeah. Yeah. Similar premise. Um, the uh, sort of yeah. um, chimney sweep dance is now the, the Leary's dance. Yeah. So it's it's very similar. And but production value was fantastic. Yeah. Like the the set pieces, the dance, which we knew were going to be good because. Even those bits in the old Mary Poppins film still stand up. Yeah, like yeah. the chimney sweep dance in that is still brilliant. And yeah. they had BMXing in this one, so. Yeah, <laughs> they had bikes and they're doing all tricks and shit. It's crazy. Yeah. I do have a question about it. Go. Are there penguins in it? There are penguins. No. There is a penguin cameo. They're not on for long, but they're there. They're there. Does anybody they want similar. to mention Emily Blunt's performance before we Excellent. move on? Also very good. She sort of embodied the character, but did it differently yeah. she was a lot I, more stern. I don't think much of the film at all but she really holds it together no she was really like she got yeah. the Mary Poppins character perfect yeah. yeah being sort of not cruel to be kind but be you know there's a time to be a child and time to be an adult which is sort of the premise of the yeah. the stories in general is mm. you know imagination is fun and wonderful but sometimes yeah. you have to you know I work I, yeah <laughs> Like, I'd say what? she was good to the point that I can't really pick anybody else who would do it better. Fair enough. In, Apart from like, Julie Andrews. <laughs> I'm not sure she would work today. Now. No, that's yeah. fair enough. No, that's a fair point. Yeah. He's very controversial. <laughs> so that's two points from it. Right. My on sole to I am um, swapping. Uh, You're swapping? My two, my two answers. I've changed my mind. So the, Are they things we've done already? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so then. my <laughs> yeah, my number seven and eight. I'm actually swapping now. Um, number, I'm not going to say what my number eight was going to no. be because I'll save it. What but my number eight, eight is now, now um, Spider Verse. Spider Man okay. into wow. Spider Verse. That dropped from seven to eight. Okay, seven to eight. Um, in, like just so good. It is good. Just so so good. Like on every level. It's visually just, stunning. It's visually unlike anything else. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's um, just super funny, super emotional at times, uh, and really well told. Like they managed yeah, to the condense, story's unbelievable. Like a good twenty, thirty years of Spider-Man comics into like 
a film. Yeah. Like, even the Marvel live action have taken like 20 films to do that. <laughs> whereas this film did it so yeah. precisely and yeah. easy to follow. At no point did you feel lost, even though there were like multiple universes. At no point you were yeah. like, what's going on? You were like, okay, I understand. And a lot of that is down to, um, I, 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 don't, I actually can't remember the director's name, but Phil Lord and Chris uh, Miller are, are just. Um, they are they they're, they're astounding. Astounding. They are they are geniuses. I don't think they've got a single bad film. No, no. As far as I they're, know, I think Solo would have been. I think Solo would have been better it proper. if they'd let them do uh, it. Yeah. I think if it was done under their direction, it would have been a better film. Like they just they they just don't do any wrong. Like everything they do is <laughs> just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. So that's yeah. That's my. No, I looking my forward to Lego Movie too. Me too. Of course, <laughs> can't wait. It is them again, isn't it? It's not them directing. No, they wrote it, I believe. Oh, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't think they directed. <laughs> it was, there was a time they were saying it was going to be that um, yeah. guy who direct, who creates uh, Bojack Horseman was going to direct oh, it. Oh, really? But then I don't think that happened either. Okay. I don't know who's directed it. Okay, that's three points for Into the Spider-Verse. If that's also my list. No, no that's not your Spider-Verse one. Wait. It's just on your list. It just collates just points. Okay. It's Spoiler on my list up. too. So Spoiler alert, guys. Okay. <laughs> And my number eight is, but no, it's Solo. <laughs> solo, okay. Yeah. We just spoke about it. A brilliant yeah, segue. No, brilliant segue. Um, <laughs> what did you like about it? That's a loaded question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually like Solo. Yeah, so did I. I so I'm intrigued. My very favourite scene of Solo was it the mud scene on the mud world. Oh, well, we the, find sort of yeah. Chewbacca. I mean, if nobody watched it, so <laughs> you can't. Oh, I was going to watch yeah. that. It's out on DVD. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you yeah, know, I think for what Von Howard had, because by mm. the sounds of it, what they we shot like eighty yeah. percent of, of it. Yeah. yeah, we shot a lot of it. And what they've done and what they put out in that time, because they didn't have a long time to do it, because they were. Pushed. They just they wanted to get out early to make more money. They didn't make anything, and it was a fantastic little little film. It was, little romp. Yeah, little. <laughs> what did you think to the Darth Maul ending? I liked it. I I liked it, big, but I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Yeah, I mm-hmm. watch all the cartoons. I I knew he was still about and yeah. stuff. So for me myself it's yes they've gone back in the films right. yeah. he's not just in TV shows and cartoons that nobody knows see when about. I saw it I started desperately trying to work out how old Han Solo now is <laughs> <laughs> I was like hang on a second just in the maths in your head yeah I assumed it was then set before the Phantom Menace yeah, no I think it was really good I think mm. the performances were particularly good a lot of people slayed him, him right, but I think no. he did fine he did, Donald Glover, he did a fantastic Donald Glover smashed it um, and Paul Bettany is good in anything. You can't really. He's just. I love that man. Um, uh, Amelia Clark is arguably the weakest. Yeah, but that's Amelia Clark. She's sort of necessary. She's sort of a plot. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't do all the things he was doing if she wasn't there. Um, I think she may have been weaker just because everyone involved expected her to be weaker and just gave her yeah, the weaker role. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. I, I think yeah. she's great. As I, a I, yeah. I, but she didn't do amazing. She was still good, but not great. Yeah. Oh, number eight for me, uh, Game Night. Okay. I'm going to throw it out there. One that 
probably didn't top many people's <laughs> lists, but like I like I keep saying with the rest of mine, it did exactly what it set out to do. It was a game. It did and it. it was at night. It did it very well. <laughs> that film was absolutely hilarious. It was. The... I could not stop laughing at certain <laughs> points, think... and that's exactly what I wanted from the film. So it makes my list. In terms okay. of American comedy, mm-hmm. I think it's the closest recently. Um, in recent American uh, films, I think that's rivaled sort of Edgar Wright's style of filmmaking. Yeah, um, because okay. there's actual visual comedy in it. There's like a, there's like actual cinematography, actual camera shots, camera movement. Um, it's not all just we'll set up two cameras yeah. over the shoulder and then you guys are gonna be funny. Yeah, just yeah. you know, improvise until we have enough material to work with. It yeah. was more. It was more constructive. It feels like that. a bit more effort's been put into yeah. it. Somebody, it was definitely. It somebody was definitely had strong. an idea of how they wanted it to go. Yeah, and yeah. there's a bit more direction to it in that yeah. sense. Solid film. No, I've worthy of agree. three points. I would say. Right, I'm on room eight, aren't we? Yes. yes. My roommate is Incredibles two, so that oh. means it gets three points from me. Yeah. But it was Sam's bonus choice, so, so that gives an extra five points. That's so that's now on eight points. Well currently, the top film, okay, currently. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, wow. Like we said earlier when he said it, I think it looked incredible. I think it was, animation-wise, it looked gorgeous. Some shots I'm like, is that animated or an actual rock? I was like, <laughs> like sometimes I was like, that is insane. Like, And like you said, like, it was a really good sequel. As sequels go, it the characters felt the same. They but they also then changed. They yeah, didn't, they grew. Yeah, they didn't like a lot between a lot of sequels. People, the characters change, and then they just fill you in on what happened and why they've changed. But we saw that change. Um, I think yeah, the weakest point: the villain wasn't the best and a bit yeah. predictable. Um, but the sort of plot of the um, bringing the superheroes that back was so on so many main characters. Something yeah. has to give yeah. in order for that to work. So, and I really like the idea of like someone trying to bring superheroes back and like bankroll them. That was quite yeah. interesting. And now we've got loads of more superheroes as well, which is quite fun. Yeah, the new ones were nice additions. Um, so yeah, I'd really liked it. Awesome. Yeah, uh, my seven was Damien Chazelle's First Man. Um, oh, I got a, I got an uncomfortable oh. noise there. I didn't uh, see it, so I can't. I have no idea what this is. Okay, so, so it's Neil Armstrong yeah. biopic. The Neil basically. Armstrong biopic. Yeah, I heard it was so good. As a, um, Pam, do you see First Man? First yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of the kind of films that I want to make, uh, it felt like. The films I'm making now, but on like a Bigger super, budget. super fucking. Set, so if they gave you the money, like, you would have made it's first. It's like <laughs> ultimately, <yeah. laughs> okay. It, well, it's it's um, it's a very very focused drama character study, but surrounded by a this real event. real a real yeah. event with real science behind it, um, real explanation as to what actually went into the process of going to the moon. And then when they get to the moon, instead of focusing on the shot of putting the flag into the moon like everyone would, other than Damien Chazelle, would have shot, we get to watch a moment where Neil Armstrong ponders the death of his daughter. I was like, 
fuck. <laughs> Jesus. And I, yeah, I've seen it three times and I cry every time and loved it. I will concede that that is easily the best bit of the entire film. There you go. I haven't seen it. So. I, I don't. I, will, yeah. I will say though, it's definitely not Damon Chazelle's strongest film. Oh, In no. fact, it's not. I don't say it's his weakest though. I actually preferred it to La La Land, but Whiplash a lot of, a lot of maintained. Did. Yeah, Whiplash maintains of... to me his best film mm. okay. easily. All right. Fair enough. Well, none of us can argue that because well, no, he's seen it. I've but... seen three minutes of it. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> number, number seven. Number seven. So. Mine was Coco. Coco. Ah, oh, I forgot Coco. about Coco. Yeah, again, we're counting that because it was released yeah. this year in this country. So, yeah. Um, I think on this list, it's the only film that made me cry. Okay. Because it's, it's emotional. I've got loads. Is it the, um, is it, yeah. is it the moment where... It's the, all of it. It's all of it. There are lots of moments. It, There's see, a yeah. lot of moments. It didn't hit me emotionally until the moment where the, the, the grandma kind of well, sort of yeah. like starts yeah. jogging. Oh, no, I cried oh, when they God, like... You know mad. when they like establish the idea you could be forgotten twice with that old guy? Yeah. I cried then. Yeah. Yeah. Just with some old bloke I didn't even know. <laughs> that was... Uh, yeah, no, it's... It's emotional. And it's he was just a family. plot device. I yeah. did love how they utilised sort of Mexican folklore oh, as yeah. a plot it's device. Beautiful. That yeah. is super And clever. visually, again, yeah. it's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, the colours. Stunning. Oh. Oh. Right. Definitely one of Pixar's best. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of all time. I forgot about okay, it. Would, it would have been on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put it in here, but maybe last time I would have dropped out. But never mind. Too late now. Mm. Um, David, number uh, seven. My number seven. Back to serious films for me. Okay. Uh, I went for well, actually, it's a bit of a comedy as well. Black Klansman. Okay. Which I it resonated with me. Because which, which is know. weird because I, I I don't really have many experiences dealt that match up to that of the Black Klansman. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just really enjoyed it. Every mm. single moment felt raw, despite mm. the fact that a lot of it was played for comedy. Mm-hmm. In a sense, I yeah. Yeah, but you can imagine that yeah, the, when it actually happened, it was that funny. Like yeah. well, you can it, imagine those it, comic it moments actually happening. It didn't really heighten anything in order to create no. comedy. I think it was it's yeah. just a funny so, story. It used but what was also, already there, and yeah. some of the best comedy can come from that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I yeah. think I think I saw it more as an out-and-out comedy than maybe you did, but everything to me wrapped up in the final. Two mm. three minutes. Yeah, when it does the whole sort of modern it, it, day. It sort of did it. Yeah, modern yeah, yeah. Yes. and oh, that was like, deeply. Uh, yeah. Sort of, oh my god! Like everything I've been laughing at for the last yeah. Yeah. hour and a half, two hours, has has Spike come Lee to just this. hits you with it. It's yeah. like yeah, that go home. Point, I think. Go that home and intense. think about that. You yeah. disgusting human being. <laughs> brilliant. That was a brilliant yeah. scene. No, I love that. Yeah, it really did. Absolutely fantastic. For a comedy yeah. film to hit such a sort of sore subject and deal with it. Well, yeah, is hard to do, but when it's done, it's done a few times, a few films are done like this, but it did it extraordinarily well. And the acting performance was very good as well. They yeah. all worked, I think, as a I mean, yeah, there was the, the two leads, arguably, in Adam mm. Driver and what's his name? I forgot his name, or well, Denzel Washington's son, yeah, yeah, what's his first name? I don't remember, I can't remember. I can't remember. Mm. They were perfectly good, but the, yeah. the supporting cast was really good, like. Oh yeah, the other police officers and the other members of the um, the KKK also were very 
enjoyable yeah. and did their part well. Um, so yeah, four yeah. points. Awesome. What about you? Uh, my one, uh, number seven, is Juliet Naked. Interesting. Yes. I like a rom-com. Yeah. I've, I've made a few. Yeah. Well, two. Um, <laughs> one that was entirely about rom-coms. Indeed. Com- completely. So yeah. I do like them and I, I think I know quite a bit about them. And I really like this one. I think it was quaintly British. Yeah, which but, surprised me because it ended up being an Apatow production. Yeah. And I had but no with, idea until after but it. I think it, you could yeah. sense it had a bit of Hollywood polish. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I think it did. I think, like, Ethan Hawke wouldn't have been in it if yeah, Apatow wasn't involved, let's be honest. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, I love. Rose, mm-hmm. Everyone is really funny, but also can do quite because there's some quite emotionally mm-hmm. wrenching films and mm-hmm. I think the subject matter itself of like a breakup and then a not a breakup and then another man and then the breakup again mm-hmm. um, I think that's quite a real story for a rom-com to deal with because it wasn't a it was a happy ending but it wasn't a yeah. typically happy ending no it was a happy ending with like oh this could not might not go well mm-hmm. um, which I, I liked. think what I really really liked about it and the thing that tipped it over most rom-coms for me was the fact that it used one coincidence yeah one single coincidence and then left everything else true to life yeah that's true yeah it did. there wasn't a lot of that a lot magic of, a lot of rom-coms will keep throwing more coincidences on for, oh, the, yeah. for the purpose yeah. of story yeah. This one just gave you one, one and then let it play out, and then let it naturally. play out. Naturally. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I thought that was, and that's, yeah, that that made it better for me. I also have this um, this obsession with like Jeff Buckley, like, yes, and like and like it's interesting that in in this film, um, uh, Ethan Hawke's daughter is called Grace because Jeff yeah. Buckley's famous album was called Grace, mm. and I always think like I thought watching it, I was like, this feels like if Jeff Buckley somehow survived yeah but uh you know being hit by this a is how he would yeah this is like this is like the story of what his yeah what could have do. happened you never and know i i, I, I enjoyed yeah. it it was a, a sort of little love letter to like 90s music as well which yeah. i'm always up for so um yeah so on to number six uh we've we've spoken a few times about uh sort of revolutionary films so far speaking about uh bandersnatch uh, Spider-Verse is a, a sort of revolutionary visual film. Yeah. Um, my next one, I think, is revolutionary as well in terms of how to structure um, and uh, and film a documentary, and it is American Animals. Ooh. Okay. Um, uh, Bart Layton, who directed it, has actually done exactly this uh, style before in a film called The Imposter. The Imposter felt more like a standard documentary uh, because it felt like uh, you know talking heads followed by reconstruction, but there are elements of what he's doing in American Animals. But American Animals does it more like an actual feature film, where the real life, uh, like the, the people that this this story actually happened to, will come into the film and say, "Oh no, it didn't happen this way. It happened this way." And then like the the scene will change based on their input and it's like it's crazy it's crazy and it's it's so good and it it's almost really offers an insight into the writing process itself yeah, in a indeed. sense mm. yeah it does yeah i mean i haven't seen it i've only heard you talk about it so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, there's a sequence where they talk about when they, like, they picked up like 
like or like they dropped off money to a certain guy or something like that and as they're explaining it he one of the two guys because they're being interviewed in these two guys are getting interviewed separately so one of them is explaining how he thought it went and then the other guy's explaining how he thought it went and one of them is like he was wearing a yellow jacket and the other one says he was wearing a black jacket and you literally w- watch this yellow jacket turn black before your eyes it's just mm. stuff like that it's like yeah, yeah. it's so cool so far we've only had one film that two of us have put on our that's list. awesome because that means there's definitely going to be a top 10 there is going to be a top 10 but we're going to have to fight out yeah, that's some positions that's fine. <laughs> yeah. so number 6 for you Sam uh, Infinity War Infinity War uh, okay uh, this might be the <laughs> one that we've all put um it's a little indie film. Yeah, a small <laughs> film you might have heard. I think of it was it. from the guys who made me, you, me, and Dupree. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're previous they, indie films, and they produced uh, this community, this really small TV show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they did this. Yeah, yeah. but apparently it made its budget back, which is good. It's good. Yeah. It's good and yeah. small little budgety yeah. film. When it makes what, what's it about billion. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's about a war. <laughs> Yeah. That goes on forever. Just goes on the earth. Well, <laughs> you're watching it and you're like, "This isn't be kind rewind." <laughs> Although, what a great film! I mean, yeah, some funny words, and we've yeah, all seen we've it. We've all it's... spoke about it to such length that I'm slightly tired of it. It's, it's, it's but it's still it's, on my list. It's solid. phenomenal. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. phenomenal. It's, it's sort of just it focuses on fans. Yeah, which yeah. Is, more than yeah, the which Avengers, was, which is yeah. what what you need is is it was fresh to the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, which is hard given how much they've done. Yeah, it's hard to keep that fresh, and they fucking yeah. managed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now they have to do it again, yeah. <laughs> which they will. Right. Which they definitely will. Uh, Infinity War, Boogie um, Two, something only slightly more grounded for my number six, Bumblebee. Okay. Bumblebee. Okay. See, I'm hearing I, a lot of people saying it's in the top ten. I, yeah. Uh, the theme of my list is it Again, did exactly, exactly what it wanted, wanted to do. Yeah, it did. It re- there was a bumble and a bee. <laughs> <laughs> was there actually a bumblebee in Bumblebee? Was well, there the a bumblebee? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, was there an actual yeah, there bumblebee? Was. Yeah, there no, is. Oh, there is. She finds a bee's nest in the oh, in yeah, the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember that. Ten out of ten. But what it redefined Transformers films beautifully, which was tricky. It was, it was actually a kids film mm-hmm. for a change and yeah. kids were loving it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right, two of the films we've picked so far have been because kids love it. That's been twice. I, I don't think enough merit is given to the opinions of children when people make their top You say that. I've I, I yeah. got like agree. five yeah. animated films on my list. Yeah, but that's because you mine. enjoyed them, not True. because you know True. that children enjoyed them. True. So, Alright, so number six, right? Six. I have. Oh, Black KK Sussman. Black oh, Sussman. Oh, Black Landsman. Black Black Landsman, yes. Great. Um, again, I said earlier what I think about it. It's good. Yeah. Crack on, shall we? <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for um, the hate you give. Because it dealt with very yeah. similar but subject matter. Yeah. Hate and you it give was, was going to be my other extra film. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah they did all but the same thing, Black but very different. Sort of, it had a bit more style, and, and it was more accessible, I think. And it was yeah. more 
personal, I think, or personalized, or it had a yeah. it had a no touristic style, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. you sort of remember it more. Yeah, uh, my number five, five. was mm. um, was an interesting one. I, I'm I'm not sure anyone else would have picked it. Um, Bad times at the El Royale. It was on my short list, but mm. didn't make the. Ten. I thought it was. Fucking phenomenal! I love every second of it. I thought it was a wicked film, and I thought it was the film that the hateful eight should have been. Okay, like I get it's this whole yeah. sort of you know a bunch of strangers meet up in a place. They've all got secrets, um, and it ultimately ends in this sort of clusterfuck. Yeah, and uh, I think Bad Times at El Royale ultimately did it better. Okay, no, I can agree with that. And shorter, which is and, nice. Uh, well, not much, yeah. though. <laughs> not no, much, not much. Yeah. But, but it felt short. Paced, yeah. yeah paced uh, a lot Drew Goddard, um, who pre- previously to that made Cabin in the Woods, I think has made two now, two genre-defining... No, sorry, genre-flipping mm. movies that have mm. both worked incredibly well. Yeah. Oh, I can't disagree with that. It's not my top ten, but it nearly was. Yeah. Um, Sam? Sam, number five. Number five, Early Man. Early Man, wow. Early number man. five. Yeah. You can't beat a bit of stop motion animation. Always, always Um, good. Easily the best film about football I've ever watched. Have you seen Mean Machine? I mean, (laughs) oh, Bender by Beckham. I'm now thinking goal one, goal Goal, two, one, two, and three. Oh, we don't talk about three, do (laughs) we? I can't remember if The Damned United is actually a good film or not. Probably I feel not. I like it was. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Again, can't remember. Um, um, anyway, Early Man is still. But yeah, the best it's, it's the yeah. best soccer film ever made. Um, easy I to say, think, there's I like five of them. Um, the any stop motion film, even if it's not the best stop motion film, is still probably better than most other animated yeah. films yeah, just, just because of the, the passion and the effort yeah. 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 The effort. I always I'm always in awe of it no matter what there's yeah. so yeah. many jokes in it just so yeah, many yeah it's unbelievable Arben are famous for that it's so yeah. loud and jokes yeah, it's unbelievable background mm. jokes yeah. jokes you don't get the, the yeah. voice acting's amazing in it there's some people yeah. that you look at the end of the credits and like, you go really? they can really? have yeah. a French accent yeah <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. um Cool. Yeah, no, no, I like that one. It's just curveball. Yeah, I, I I think I'm glad it got on the list yeah. somewhere. It's there. Right, I I wanted to include it, but it right. ultimately go on. What's your one? Number what five. Number five. Oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich. I didn't see it. Asian. Neither I really did I. Want to see it. It's the best I one heard of the year. There's I, Asians I in it, and they're crazy by rich. far for me. I mean, I, you might prefer Juliet Naked after you've seen it. I don't know. I'd, yeah, I might. But do, for me, it just. And it doesn't do anything particularly fresh, but it always feels fresh. Okay. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like like if, a if you were to cheese if, sandwich, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> like yeah. it's not new. Yeah. But I'm fucking if loving you, it. If you need a cheese sandwich and then see Crazy Rich Asians, you won't be able to tell the difference. No, exactly. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Ryan. Thank you for that. Good. Quote that, no, but. <laughs> It just works so well. Like a cheese sandwich. Yeah. And it's interesting as well because the director of that film, like previous to that, has made like G.I. Joe 2. You Which know, is not like, like a cheese sandwich. It's, it's just like, where did Crazy Rich Asians come yeah. from? But like, it, well, yeah. you know, it yeah. works. So I'm, I'm excited to watch it. No, I highly recommend it. I would say, even Lovely. if you don't like rom-coms, this would be a good one to sort of mm. wet, I, I wet your whistle. Wet your whistle. Yeah. Right. 
My number five is something that I know is probably going to be someone else's higher. Um, oh. Is Mission Impossible Fallout? Um, gonna, you know what? I'm I don't. Not, I'm not going to say anything, anything right now because I know you're about to. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it at all. <laughs> no, maybe later. Okay, <laughs> should we just save it to then? It's got six points. We'll do it later. Yeah, right. I might have more than that. <laughs> uh, number four. Number four for me. Again, I had I had a trouble deciding, but I ultimately did. Um, Steve McQueen's Widows. Okay. Um, I did like that film a lot. Oh. A lot of people hated it though. Uh, because I heard a lot of opinions of the trailer came wasn't out. what they thought it was going to be. Yeah, and the yeah. thing was, anyone who knew who Steve McQueen was prior yeah. to yeah. seeing it would have known exactly yeah. what it was going to be. Yeah. But the trailer desperately makes it out to be an action film. Um, mm. And that's not the fault yeah. of anyone other than the distribu- the distributor yeah. and the and the yeah. um, production company. Uh, nothing to do with Steve McQueen because no. um, reminds me of downsizing when it came out. Yeah, everyone thought it was going to be yeah. a, a a funky comedy. Yeah, and, and it, it, it was but, more of an existential yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, Widows was sort of an amalgam of uh, what Steve McQueen has sort of been leading up to. Um, mm. He he has done sort of these beautifully shot um, mod like he did like a beautifully shot modern uh, city uh, based drama in Shame. He did a film that tackled uh, race in Twelve Years a Slave, and uh, they jumped that motorbike over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was yeah. a good bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know when this when this film starts it starts with a bank robbery it's which such ends, a good opening yeah, yeah it, it ends really 30 is. seconds later which is everything that was making it look like an action that film that was all the trailer, trailer. <laughs> um, ends in the yeah. first 30 seconds and yeah. the rest is just phenomenal performances really good phenomenal story a couple of twists that I wouldn't have uh, wanted in the in the film but yeah. ultimately accepted yeah yeah I, I, I know I, I know what you're talking yeah, about I am uh, I love everything that guy does everything he he makes is is golden and yeah this is no exception lovely your number four sam my number four is uh isle of dogs nice oh good Bit good more stop Anderson. motion animation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. did not realize i'd done that i only <laughs> saw it recently I, ne- I missed it in cinema i bought it on dvd yeah watched it loved it yeah okay. every just day amazing day. Just... i've watched it six times <laughs> <laughs> I only watched it once oh, in the cinema. Absolutely loved it, and I don't know why I haven't gone back to it. Do it, man. Do it. Yeah. There's you'll I notice thought, other things. Will. Yeah. Yeah. With any film, like you, yeah. you notice more every time you see a film. I, I still personally prefer Fantastic Mr. Fox. So do I. But, um, but this year, I think I prefer Isle of Dogs. I think okay. most people do. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox is Fox. I might have to go back to. Mr. Fox I'll do a double bill double bill yeah. oh yeah I'll, I'll get back to you on that we patiently await yeah. your verdict <laughs> and now you're my number, number four. four I'm getting into the mainstream stuff now it's Black Panther Black Panther number four yeah I, it's just yeah Yeah. we all know why we it's know it really was good. good I think I think it was the first Marvel film where every person's character motivation made sense to them. Yeah. Every single every single character makes sense for the yeah. first time. And it's not always complicated. They no. weren't always the most complex motivations. Yeah. I mean, what's his face? Andy Serkis just wanted to make money. Mm, That's yeah. all he wanted to do. Yeah, but yeah. it was still clear. Yeah. And he had a cool arm. Um, <laughs> but did they waste him? 
I don't think so. Because he'd already had a bit of him in or, Ultron. Yeah. Did they have too many good villains? No, they had two villains. Yeah. Two. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> One too many. <laughs> no, because the claw was sort of out of the way in the first hour. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ultron set him up to be a very one dimensional villain. Yeah, yeah. And, they and then Black Panther sold it. Yeah. On that sense. Yeah. Made it out, you know, ultimately his motivations are one dimensional. So what we're gonna yeah. do is use him as a plot device to get us where we need to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also uh, it was interesting in that like I know the film is quite heavily about race, it's sort of the point. Yeah. Um that they killed off the white villain. And made the villain someone else also of colour, which was interesting because then you had the sort of the two opinions within the same community about how they should interact with the yeah. rest of the world, which reflects the civil rights movement of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, who had very different yes. opinions on Absolutely. on what going forward, how should we interact and how do we get our rights? No. So I think that was important. Yeah, um, some people would not like the film for that because they want to see a superhero film and don't give yeah. a shit about that yeah. but I think it was given that Black Panther is was like the first leading black comic book superhero character they couldn't have done it done they it. had to do something yeah. about that yeah. he's named yeah. after Black Panther was a, Black Panther a civil rights yeah. group yeah. so they had to yeah. do it um, now yeah. they can go on and do all the fuck yeah. I, it makes me but, scared though yeah. I feel like it can't get better than the first one but no but now he's like out in the world now he's now he's just yeah, going to be a cool superhero yeah, yeah. You know? we, we right shall see yeah. Yeah. I'd so. also like to quickly mention the soundtrack bang him both original bang. score and the, the songs music. that they use yeah. mm-hmm. they work really well together yeah. as well. not often do you get a score and the music in the film like yeah. merging so well and there's lots of different elements to the soundtrack mm. as well and mm. you've got lots of different instruments coming in and I don't think there are many soundtracks out there that dare to do very different things with no, it. That's true. Which, uh, actually, yeah. while we're on that, I just want to quickly jump back to... Um, to life? Uh, to Isle of Dogs. Okay. And that, how oh. when you were talking about the, the um, how kids enjoy films or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I love what Wes Anderson did in, in Isle of Dogs, where he, at the beginning, tells you there are going to be... Um, people talking in uh, Chinese Japanese Japanese <laughs> um, yeah Japanese yeah. but there's not going to be any subtitles no yeah, yeah. and it, it and like as a kid well obviously if you're a young kid you're not going to be reading the subtitles anyway, anyway. Yeah. yeah but it harks back to like silent era cinema where you just you just have to figure it out you based read on, the character based on yeah. the character and based yeah. on just like what they're their, doing their, their, um, yeah. the way they're projecting yeah. what they're saying which is very clear like yeah, the bad so guys clear. are clearly bad guys yeah, they're like so cartoon clear. bad guys yeah. so which clear. worked yeah it was Sorry, very much into my head. no it's good it's, it, yeah like you say it's very much a, a film sort of designed for kids that works for anyone yeah. Right, but yeah, moving on. Number four for you, right? Number four for me is Infinity War. Again, oh. we've done it. It's all been done. <laughs> yeah. Again, being a big Marvel fan, it was phenomenal and set up. You know, whatever happens next, and the and the action was fantastic. You know what's mad? And choreographed exceptionally well. I'm a mass- I'm such a big Marvel fan. Yeah. Love None the MCU. Nothing. Not one. Not, Not one. one. Which is Infinity Infinity War. Not even Infinity War. Which wow. is like the biggest earning film of all time. I know. <laughs> well, not crazy. nearly. 
but I love that film. Yeah. I love that film. Yeah, mm. that's fair enough. Uh, right, on to, on to the top, the top three. three. Top three. Number three for you, This is where it starts getting serious. Um, okay. Uh, so when I did my list for uh, my tw- my favourite films of 2017, uh, my top film was Manchester by the Sea. And I think, again, it was about how a, a film ultimately leaves me um, and how it resonates with me long after seeing it. And Manchester by the Sea deeply, deeply affected me for like two weeks. I was I was literally so depressed. <laughs> I I just I couldn't get out of it either. Like I was really down about it. And this year happened again with A Star Is Born. Absolutely emotionally drained me. And uh, for that reason, it's in my number three okay. spot. I haven't seen it. I can't no, have an opinion. No. It's if you <laughs> haven't seen any of them, I've seen it. It's hard. I've seen um, Barbara Streisand Born. Okay, so the ending is the same. Um, and they do this thing at the end you all know David yeah they do this thing at the end where Lady Gaga is singing I've seen on that stage bit. and it cuts smash cuts yeah back to Bradley Cooper and her singing at the piano it is and the second that yeah. happened I literally the floodgates <laughs> exploded <laughs> and they didn't stop for like a week and a half and it was it was and yeah every time I heard the song I cried <laughs> it was it was really really like a dark time for me mm. but I loved it yeah loved it I when I went to see it I think I was dulled by how much it had been set up for me mm, really? a lot of people had been saying it was absolutely fantastic that you needed yeah. to go and see it so I went in there with possibly some higher expectations mm-hmm. and I don't I wasn't as emotionally affected as you seem to be I'm not saying I wasn't affected but it didn't hit me as hard as it probably should have done. Mm-hmm. I think it was a victim of its own success in that okay. sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but a film that successful, Re- what's going to yeah. happen? Retrospectively, what, what do you think now? Or do you just? I think it definitely list? deserves a place on somebody's list somewhere. Wow. <laughs> what a sweeping Whether statement. it be one of these. Uh, by, by, <laughs> some, <laughs> no, by somebody's list, I mean one of us. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Yeah. My number three was Black Klansman. Okay, wow, that's oh, got a yeah. good shout, guys. Um, it's gonna be a front that, runner yeah. it, again. It yeah. was just everything we've already said, really. Yeah, yeah. we've covered and it. We've covered I, it. I'd say there's a little bit more. How? Oh. So with Black Panther, everyone seemed to be like, "This is a film about our culture." Yeah. And then nobody goes and watches Black Clowns. Yeah, that yeah. is literally that. They're both equally good about their culture. Yeah. And and more. And yeah. better. Yeah, but, but I suppose better put, Black but Panther is Black more Panther's more palatable. Yeah. 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 You don't have you can yeah. watch it and, and not yeah. think about it. You, you race. can watch it and just <laughs> eat your popcorn. Yeah, go, like yeah. Hence why it was good. This represents me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I think um, <laughs> Spike Lee um, has owed the public a good film for, for many years yeah. <laughs> and I do believe that this um, sudden um, jolt of energy that Jordan Peele has brought mm. to black yeah. um, cinema had really because invi- he produced it didn't he yeah yeah. so yeah. I think that he um, sort of has invigorated Spike Lee to go like oh yeah like yeah. I need to help my game. Like I'm gonna make this fucking awesome film. And, and Brian Coogler as well. And Coogler also yeah. in involved in that. Which I also just want to shout out the trailer for Jordan Peele's Us. Yeah, is mad. <laughs> yeah. Mad. It does look good. <laughs> um, David, your number three. My number three 
has already been mentioned. It's American oh. Animals. Oh, nice. Really? Number three. Like, I, That's high. We were, I, we were talking about A Star Is Born and how it affected you. American Animals really affected me. I felt so terrible by the end. <laughs> Seriously, when they actually start going through with it, everything's yeah. going wrong. Yeah. The things that they start doing and resorting to, and you're like, I, I don't see any other way of doing it, but what? Yeah, it's, it's, just, yeah, oh, it's it, heavy. It spends so much time setting up characters really well. Yeah. And what you were mentioning earlier about changing the perspective based on characters coming in, yeah. that really helps you to get into the mindset of yeah. the characters. Yeah, because one of them is a, a very unreliable narrator, yeah. and one of them isn't so much. And well, what's really good as well is you form a character from two interpretations of a person. One, yeah. the real life person talking in a documentary style, yeah. and one, the characterization from the actor. Yeah. And those two merge together to create one sort of uber character, yeah. as it were. And when they finally get into that heist at the end, everything starts going off, and it's absolutely incredible. Mm hmm. I saved that from when I started saying mine, otherwise I would have mentioned it earlier. Okay. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That's my um, pitch. Right, my number three is Isle of Dogs. As Ooh. I mentioned earlier. That Wes Anderson team. I do adore Wes Anderson oh. and all that he does. Um, uh, it's not his best film, but still one of the best what films you of the say year. is? Oh, don't be throwing that at me. Um, best... Oh, I have a really soft. I really like the Royal Tenenbaums as well. That's like a a sneaky little one that I really. I have love. a huge soft spot for Moonrise Kingdom. And that, you know what? I can't pick. I like, can't it's pick probably not his on. best, but it might be my favourite. That's, 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 that's what I think. Fantastic. But the Isle of Dogs with the sort of interview format they had, like the Talking Heads, I really liked. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. which he's used before but um, and again stop motion I love visually Wes Anderson is always again slightly mm. predictable because we know what's going to do but I never not love it and funny as well but very dry which is very much my uh, my humour so yeah that's the stop motion as well yeah they had to make sure that each individual hair yeah. on all of those dogs kept the right yeah. way through so like he picks yeah. stop motion animation and then picks the hardest furry yeah. things yeah. he always does it yeah he's it's just he just, <laughs> just wants Everyone to punish himself those. but he likes right. that kind of like that because you can Constant see the hair movement. doing this yeah. yeah and you can see that it's being touched yeah and i think he likes Ooh, that physicality yeah. so, so do i i love that yeah. right yeah. Number, two. number two number two um there's that whole sort of life transcends art and vice versa um, and I feel like this film um, was had popped up a, uh, a bunch of times during various uh, parts of my year, uh, which made it very personally uh, brilliant. Um, which is "You Were Never Really Here" by Lynn Ramsey. Uh, so it's a whacking Phoenix film. Uh, it wasn't particularly um, popular in terms of box office. No, it wasn't. But what uh, was brilliant about it for me was when I first saw it it was a week before I shot my most recent film Latent and there were sequences which are almost shot for shot exactly the same and I just sat there like oh my god like I'm watching like I'm watching someone uh, like who's a master of their craft doing things that I am personally thinking about doing which then rather than scared me off from doing it solidified the fact that what I had in my mind was a good idea so that was very personally one of the reasons I loved it but the other reason was 
I then went to Los Angeles and it was the week that they were releasing it but it was already out in in the UK so I went to an art gallery uh, that was a um, curated stills from the film curated by the director in this art gallery and there was like representatives from Amazon um, showing people around they're like this is the new film you were never really here and uh, they said oh yeah this uh, new film you were never really here it, it comes out tonight the first screen is tonight I was like oh yeah I've already seen it and the Amazon representatives <laughs> went what? I went yeah it's out in the UK and they're like we haven't seen it so I was telling them <laughs> what it was about brilliant <laughs> um, and then I went to the screening and Wacking Phoenix was there and oh, wow. we had a very brief uh, interaction where he said thanks man and I was like oh why uh, you crazy man <laughs> uh, and, it, and it, it it topped off a day where we went to visit um, the, the place where River Phoenix died and then we went to this gallery oh, wow. and then we a saw Phoenix Wacken Phoenix driven it, afternoon. Was, it was the Phoenix day <laughs> and it, it was one of, yeah it's just one of those did things did you feel where, like you were reborn oh, <laughs> oh it, just, it, it was just one of those things where as I said like life transcends art and vice versa it just it just feels very very personal to me you and Wahim's here now. Oh, Wahim! <laughs> Where are the biscuits? Where are the biscuits? <laughs> right, running jokes. Right. Number two for Sam. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, hello. Um, just a few things we missed. Oh. Uh, easily the best Spider-Man film. Oh, yeah. Made, made I settled on easily. it now. For a while, two was with it. I've re recently watched Spider-Man 2, and although I still enjoy it, Spider-Man is better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just does everything these films does and, mm. and better. And it, yeah, animation's great. I don't think we've mentioned the sound. Okay, yeah, the no. soundtrack. Also really I don't good. really like rap that much. It I don't. I don't miss it. Yeah. I have not stopped listening to that soundtrack. Nice. Uh, one bit. Yeah. One bit. Uh, every song on it is great. It's mm. such a good soundtrack. And it feels like one long song. Yeah, yeah. As it well. feels like yeah. one long song, and it's got Jaden Smith's on it. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. And Nicki imagine Minaj. That. <laughs> the, and that guy yeah. that's just tattooed his face. <laughs> and you're still yeah, listening. Yeah, <laughs> And I'm still listening to because it it's fantastic. Is it, it, is it better than the rap song in Venom? <laughs> no, nothing's no, better than that. Eminem. <laughs> when, when you say soundtrack, though, it's also relevant to mention the actual yes. soundtrack of the film. Yes. Was it? Like in terms of the OSD. Yeah. 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 No, no, or, no, like no? the actual like foley. Oh, the, the score. score. And the, yeah, the, the normal score. sound in general. The, sa the sound, yeah. yeah. Because sound was they, well. they actually created a soundtrack to each character that was relevant to the universe yeah. they're from like when uh, Spider-Man Noir walks around it's almost deadly yeah. silent yeah. and then when uh, Spider-Hands walking around it's very cartoonish comedy like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that, kind of <laughs> that was great uh, <laughs> just stuff like that is like, yeah. mad like, the people that worked on that film deserve a yeah. massive yeah. round they of do doors. and by the looks of it might be the top film <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah um, I don't know, we've got a lot of points Dave. to dish out still. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's but... true enough. Well, my number two goes to Mission Impossible Fallout. Which... I think Fallout might win then. Um, again, should I... we wait to Callum? Or... No, 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 no. no. You, say, you guys say what you say. I'm, just I... gonna, I'm not going to say anything. absolutely <laughs> loved it. Yeah. And I didn't think it would top the no. Like, they're just getting better and better. Oh, it's because Sorry. of the moustache. <laughs> It is all about that's all that's all that made one film and almost yeah. ruined another. <laughs> I think 
the one, I mean, rather than talking about what makes it good, I might say a drawback to Ooh. it is that it might prove a bit too much story-wise for people who aren't as familiar with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I a little bit. It works, and you're so blown away by the action sequences that you probably don't care. Mm. Yeah. But people who like try and pay attention to the story, but yeah, aren't familiar I with forgot others, he had a wife. Fall out. Yeah, I je- until I watched that one. Oh yeah, he was married. See, I'm, I'm a big. big <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say fan, I'm a so huge I'm, fan of it. I love yeah, the call- that There are callbacks in that film to every single yeah. other film in the franchise. Yeah. I've seen the first two, and I've seen this one. Oh, I saw Ghost Protocol as well, but I'm missing the middle. Ghost Protocol's great. Ghost Protocol. Yeah, three and five are fantastic. I'm missing three and five. Is what I'm missing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. The, uh, the music's really good in it as well yeah. soundtrack yeah. Uh, yeah, score brilliant. whatever you yeah, yeah. I keep using Both. the wrong word for sound <laughs> in film uh, and I really like the fact that Tom Cruise is allowing his age to show a little bit yeah. Yeah. like there are moments where he genuinely looks as if he doesn't know whether he can go on yeah and I, but don't worry I, when I, he dies oh, he, <laughs> he'll be abducted yeah uh, <laughs> Scientology. Yeah, it's a third mention in three straight podcasts of Scientology. <laughs> but it adds that sort of personal touch to it that yeah. other action films would lack. Yeah. Like it's a good you, ensemble like cast. You go and as watch well. The Meg and you don't see Jason Statham getting tired, do you? No. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Well, he's not allowed. Yeah. Um, it's physically so impossible for him to get tired. But, you know, it adds that extra layer. You don't it. see him hobbling away on a rooftop, do you? After <laughs> he's broken his ankle on a building. Um,. <laughs> Right, my one, my number two is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, <laughs> tasty. So yeah, we spent about I think before. That might be the winner. It, you know what? It might be. It's another nine oh, points. Dear, yeah. Is it possible that so many people are picking it because it's still quite a recent release and fresh Likely, in our minds? Because it's fresh. Yeah. But then I've got stuff from the beginning it's, of the year. It's one of those films where I walked out and I wanted to go watch it again immediately. Like immediately, like. But that's mm. the Oscar syndrome as well. You only remember stuff. They only really nominate mm. stuff from the last two, three months anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of how it works. Right, number one. Is there one. Anything, anything else you wanted to add about Spider-Man? Or um, I think we've covered it. Yeah. Just how great yeah. it is, really. Go watch. So, <laughs> number one, our favourite film of the year, in theory, from Individuals. And here he comes. Oh, go. Is, my number one film is Show Dogs. <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> points. Oh, yeah. um, Mission Impossible Fallout is, yeah. to me, <laughs> the 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 pinnacle of action movie filmmaking, and I think that it can no longer be considered as a joke to to make fun of like stupid schlocky action movies or whatever. Because what that film's done is. Anyone that says they don't like it for any like any <laughs> anyone that says they don't like it, I think is is harming uh, the future of action filmmaking because oh, okay. because the f- f- the throwbacks to like silent era cinema, Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin, all that kind of stuff is very prevalent to me because the fact that they are doing these stunts for real, and I mean I know Tom Cruise has been doing that for years, but in this film. It, it's it's so much more ramped up yeah. like and 
not just only that, but the act, like the cinematography of the action yeah. sequences is un- like unlike anything I've ever seen. When I first saw it in IMAX, I literally lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, one of my favorite how on earth? One of my favorite things about the Mission Impossible films is a, any long distance shot where you think, oh, surely they're going to cut away and give Tom yeah. Cruise a breather from all that running. I don't know. They just keep still going. Right there. They yeah. keep going and he keeps running. Still flying there. The thing is, is that this film starts with. Uh, the, the opening sequence where they think that, that when they lose the plutonium and then they get that guy in the room yeah. and then it's like a double bluff and it, uh, that uh, that got my like the hairs on my back and my neck up I was like mm. oh my god like, it's a throwback to the very first yeah, one as well yeah. but it's the yeah, yeah it's so good and then and then like minutes later you're doing the jumping out of the plane sequence and then you're yeah. doing the fight in the bathroom Yeah, and then you've got the but at no point do they feel like just thrown together. No, it doesn't ever feel yeah. like it's just a bunch of action sequences for no reason. Like yeah. every action sequence is not only improving upon the last, but is always relevant to what's and, going on. And also, as much as it does that sort of slight cliche of like jumping around the globe, yeah. usually that feels a bit sort of ham and yeah. a little overdone but again you don't feel that at any point mm. you think oh now we're in Russia now we're in Azerbaijan <laughs> like, well, like it works well, they, they, they take just enough time to say oh we're going to that place yeah. because of yeah. that and they're usually already there they don't yeah. say let's go here they just go <laughs> yeah um, they, it's done yeah. organically yeah yeah basically. yeah and like the, the, the filmmaking process as well sort of is like a Mission Impossible in itself like for instance the bit where they they go around the Arc de Triomphe they had an hour they said they'll close off that roundabout for an hour if you yeah, don't do what you like do the then the busiest bit it. of road in France yeah, you could, like, yeah. they, they said no a hundred times and they said okay for an hour mm. and they only got like the first they, they got there like ten minutes before the sun rose and then once it did rise to the point where they could film they had like half an hour left and they got it all done and then apparently the final frame of the film is actually the film running out but like you see a uh, you see a flash of a the film thing. actually run out. Wow! And they said like, this film was so like Mission Impossible <laughs> that like we literally filmed the last frame, and it's like, unbelievable. Nice. I unbelievable. do account for one bad thing about it. Oh, oh careful now! Uh, I didn't see him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't watch it. It's um, not about the story. Okay. It's not about any of that. It's the technical side. It's the who whoever decided to make that film 3D, I hate, and you okay. should have lost your job, <laughs> because no, it they they but it's did not it a 3D too film, late. It? It's a no, it was it was a post conversion, and they should just not have bothered with it. It wasn't lined up properly. Yeah. So anyone that went and watched it in 3D would have had it ruined because yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't Which 3D. would have been quite a lot of people. To be fair, but the first time I saw it was in 3D. And I, I didn't hate it. But no, I but... loved it. <laughs> I, okay. I thought it was a good film. Brilliant. I thought it was a good film. Right. Is it possible that IMAX 3D and regular no, it 3D wasn't, have is, different It was just normal 3D. I, I don't IMAX think it was IMAX. 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 Yeah, no, IMAX, IMAX do their own stuff. Um, yeah. If in which case that makes sense, but IMAX yeah. wouldn't let so a product say, that, might that be what, bad. That might be why Callum and I had what? a fun, yeah. perfectly good experience. Yeah, in no, 3D. it was just okay. the normal yeah. like real D three D that was okay. just mm. trash. Turned out okay. to be a, a not so real. Somebody D. did <laughs> awful, Wow. Right with awful, that, let's yeah. move on. Uh, your number one, Sam. What Ladybird? Le- wow. <sighs> let's yeah. get number one. Number one. It nearly made my list, but should have. 
It's a great, it's a great film. It's brilliant. It was it's a great film. Coming of age film. Mm-hmm. Just, just beautifully Hit all short. the right little yeah. bits. Hit everything you want in one of these films. And it's a de- directorial debut. Yeah. Yeah. Two absolutely incredible performances mm. from yeah. the two lead the characters. Two. Who's the second lead? The mother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's the whole film is yeah. about yeah, her relationship with her mother. Yeah. yeah, of course. I haven't seen it in a long time. Do you, do yeah, no, I haven't. It's, um, it's a wicked film. Though. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember who plays the mother. No. I know it's um, Shersha Ronan. Is that how you Shersha Ronan. Shersha Ronan. She's Irish. Forty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's fantastic in everything, and that's no yeah. exception. Mm. Her work with accents is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, I know. Does really well. She's doing a Scottish one too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Irish well, Scottish isn't. All the trailers for that film, I'm just like, is that Shersha Ronan? No, that's a very good pick. No, it's an and, and directorial yeah. debut as well. A great female director. Yeah. I want to see film. more of it what It felt she's doing. very yeah. personal as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it had heart it and it had it, had, it just yeah. had everything. And, yeah. yeah, I read a negative review of, of Lady Bird, and then you just filed a complaint. Didn't no, <laughs> well, it like the entire the entire thing was based on the fact that the main character was acting like a spoiled brat. That was and I, I was, every time, every time I read something more, I was like, I think that's the point. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's the char- it's a of age. don't have to be perfect. <laughs> coming of age. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. There will always be idiots out there. Indeed. Sadly. Yeah. A bit like me with my number one. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, now you got to tell us. No, Go it's, on. it's Infinity War. Oh, okay. I'm not sure it deserves to be number one, but it is. <laughs> So why is it? It's by far the best time I've ever had at the cinema. Okay, well, yeah, fair enough. Um, And you can't deny that... Yeah. yeah, Just... It made me feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and then so bad. bad bad. bad. No, just... Every... Like, there are so many moments in it where I'm clenching myself, I'm holding the seat, and you just care about everything. And like when you think, oh, they won't die. What? (laughs) Yeah, I just... (laughs) <laughs> and the fact yeah. that they kept so much of it under wraps as oh, yeah. well despite yeah. the huge yeah. pressure uh, just, they've done time. so well with it yeah. and I mean like, I know we've said a bunch of things about it already and yeah. you've probably heard all of this before but it is it is my favourite film of the year by I'm not going to dispute that I might just be a fanboy but I don't, don't worry don't, I'm about a fanboy do not worry here we go because I'm about to fanboy like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number one pick. It's, My number it's one. Christopher Robin. <laughs> that was a great film. That was. <laughs> I would have written that down. My number one is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Now, there's mixed opinions about this film. I think unri- un- unjustifiably, but carry on. Yeah, <laughs> so I agree. I loved it. I cry at least twice <laughs> every time I see it, and that's about five times. Um, again, slightly biased because I cry just watching the li- the live live aid thing on YouTube. I just put that on and cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is always going to happen. That entire um, sequence is so oh, it's good. incredible. The entire film oh, leads up to it, and they do they do all of it. Beautiful. Yeah. They do all of it. I and, was expecting yeah. it to end. Yeah, as, but it didn't uh, when they went out. But they going. gave you the entire yeah. thing, and that was. Mm. And it's a film I've been following because mm. it's had quite a 
treacherous yeah. development yeah. <laughs> um, over many years for about ten, nearly 10 years yeah. mm. um, so I've been following it a long time so I'm very much invested on every <laughs> level um, and I was trepidatious going back going in because of the um, Sasha Baron Cohen of it all how he was going to originally do it and then he didn't think it was not accurate enough but it was glazing over some of the darker elements but we don't need to see that. We know. We don't need to see that. I want to see them having a fucking great time. Sometimes yeah. a sad time. And then a great time again. And then, oh, AIDS. And then... Uh, <laughs> and a, a, I, a, I appreciate they... In that they sort of fuck around with the timeline of it all. And, like, Mike Myers is, like, a representation of all of the record labels <laughs> they've ever dealt with. Yeah, like, he's a condensed version. Of course, yeah. So I, those interactions didn't actually happen in that way. Yeah. But I really like the meta joke he gives about nobody. Oh, yeah, perfect. Him. Full circle on his career, <laughs> which was wonderful. In his car. Perfect. But That's yeah, I, admittedly, I love the music. And Rami Malek's performance, although some mm. people hate on it, I think was incredible. Because it wasn't just an impersonation. It was more of like an invocation, if that makes sense. Yeah. It didn't just straight up copy him. And in some parts he did. Because if you hear them, they are they sound similar, but they're not... It's not a perfect sort of imitation, but he sort of became him in a sort of weird way. Um, the music, of course, fantastic. Um, and the supporting, like the rest of Queen and the supporting actors, I think did really well. Um, the guy who played Brian May, I'm pretty sure, is just Brian May, but in the time <laughs> with makeup on. Um, like, it That's was mad. ridiculous. Um, I think the story was paced really well. Like, it was... Enough about Queen, but also enough just about Freddie that it sort of worked. It wasn't just one or the other. Um, but yeah, I really liked it, so I put it in number one. And I might cry. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I, I also I cheered it. at the end of the first one. I, I think ultimately my, my list ended up being a lot more indie. Yeah. Um, I think what, but you could argue being Rhapsody was a bit indie. <laughs> I think what, it was, yeah, I sure. Know, it was like Brian Singer's a very, but very big blockbuster. No one, the budget was relatively small, and no one expected it as well as it yeah. did. Well, what's really interesting for me is that two of our number one picks are completely unique. Yeah, not been mentioned at all. Put them on their yeah, list. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, right now, pause because I need to do maths. So after. A long time, a lot longer than we thought it was going to be, and some quick maths. Um, we have got our top ten list. The Rap Party top ten films of 2018 are as follows. In number ten is A Star Is Born. Yes, queen. <laughs> In number nine is You Were Never Really Here. Number eight is Bohemian Rhapsody. Number seven is Ladybird. It might be worth mentioning how we chose between them since they both got yeah. ten points. So <laughs> that position was joint. So we then had an interior vote and I lost three to one. So <laughs> four, that, to one. Yeah, four to one. Four to one. Well, no. Leon doesn't count. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I lost four to one. Right. Uh, number six is American Animals. Probably the biggest actually maybe not uh, American Animals at number 6 number 5 is Isle of Dogs I think that's probably the biggest surprise um, me and Sam represent um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And at four, we've got Black Klansman, which I think yep. is deserving. Uh, number uh, top three, number three, third best film is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Get to see an animated film up that high. In fact, yeah. two animated films in this. Uh, and then we've got number two is Avengers Infinity War, which I think we all knew was going to be up there. And number one is Mission Impossible Fallout. That is the official top ten. If you hear anyone <laughs> dispute anything about this top ten list, they are objectively wrong. They are completely wrong. Noted. Yes. We've decided. Yeah. 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 That's it. It's official. Worldwide. Done. Worldwide, this anywhere. Is more important than the Oscars. Yep, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, the Oscars will be looking at this and going, like, oh, oh, we should probably. <laughs> they've got I some mean, good points there. Some of them aren't eligible, but that's not the point. <laughs> that's why we're better. Because yeah. we let everything. We're not. We're not. Step to fair. We're not. We're yeah. stopping people December December. from doing stuff, you know? And some of them already have Oscars. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. But not as good. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I would like to say. As a round off, thanks again for listening to one of our much longer than expected. This podcasts. time, next time, it won't be as long. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think we can... <laughs> it's just going long, going to get longer. <laughs> uh, and we've had a great time doing this yes. one, and we hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again soon. Yeah, see definitely. you on another time. Thank you for listening to this episode of whatever we've been doing here at Rap Party HQ. We'd like to thank Sam Sargent for supplying the score. To hear the full tracks and more music of the same ilk, feel free to head to soundcloud.com forward slash Sam Sargent and tell him Rap Party sent you, preferably not at gunpoint. While on the internet, it'd help us out if you liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter and kept an eye out for further episodes. Thanks once again for listening and that's a wrap.